0: Welcome to The Story Forest, a podcast of original tales for curious and adventurous children. Today, Princess Isabel's breakfast is interrupted and a wizard contest is announced by a bossy magician. Princess Isabel really doesn't want him to win. Written by Anna Roberts and read by her favourite storyteller in the world, her mother, Pam McNaughton. Princess Isabel and the Magic Contest One bright day, Princess Isabel woke up a little dreamily, put on her dressing gown and drifted down the stairs to the breakfast room. It seemed everyone was feeling dreamy today. Queen Mummy was idly dripping honey off a spoon, then putting it on again, and King Daddy was wafting himself with a page of the newspaper. They all said a dreamy good morning. Then Princess Isabel helped herself to some fruit and yoghurt. Just as she was about to tuck in, the door to the breakfast room burst open. Six monkeys with lush red fur, little yellow jackets and green hats on danced through, two of them playing horns. Then the sound of a band started, and ten penguins marched in playing drums, followed by some giant blue lizards playing an assortment of instruments, followed by hordes and hordes of jumping, dancing, swirling lambs, geese and white puppies. Princess Isabel, Queen Mummy and King Daddy just looked, frozen in amazement. The animals started to line up along the walls and then some purple, yellow and green smoke started to come through the door. Princess Isabel shifted her chair a tiny bit backwards so that she was closer to her parents. Sixteen doves swooped through the doors next, carrying a giant piece of parchment with leaves painted on it in an ivy green. By now there was a complete symphony playing all around them. As the doves got closer, the ink on the banner twisted and shifted to make words. It said, Announcing, O the sorcerer, for the pleasure of your majesties. There was a pause. And then everything disappeared in a moment, and before them, bowing dramatically, with an embroidered gold and red cape held out to the side and a magnificent costume of red and purple, was a man with a large, well kept moustache. I say, said King Daddy. Princess Isabel looked at the man in wonder. Where had he even come from? They all stared. Eventually, the man gave a little cough. "'Oh, yes, Uh, do stand up, young man, or...' uh..." Oh, horror, the sorcerer stood up. He wasn't quite so young. He began to speak in a rounded and showy voice, as though he were addressing a circus or a theatre. "'Your majesties, it is an honour to be in your presence. "'I present myself and my magical powers to be in service to the throne.' I am sure that after this magnificent display you will agree that I should be the official royal magician. Princess Isabel's eyes widened. His magic had indeed been magnificent. She tried to imagine Wizardy Bizardy doing anything like that and had to stop imagining it straight away as she was sure he would just get everything completely wrong. She looked over to her parents anxiously. They were both looking a bit shocked. She decided to speak to give them a little time to think. That was indeed magical, Ohoro, she said with a smile. We only know of two other wizards in this kingdom. Wizardy Bizardy and Lizard the Wizard. Um, their style, uh, it's a little different from yours. Ohoro the sorcerer swished his cloak about in a way that Princess Isabel thought was a bit showy-offy. And after another elaborate bow, spoke again. "'I have studied for many years and travelled many miles to learn the secrets and to perfect my art. "'I believe I could assist you in making this kingdom the most magnificent of King Daddy, flustered, replied, "'Oh, well, yes, all of that sounds very impressive, of course. "'But you can't just give someone a title like that out of nowhere.' "'We would have to do some kind of application process, or a contest, or... "'A contest!' "'Ohoro took the word and made it sound very, very official. "'He waved an arm and sparkles of light flew out from it and out of the window. "'Princess Isabel rushed to see what he had done. "'On the lawn there was now an elaborate stage surrounded by plush-looking seats.' A contest this afternoon at three o'clock in the grounds. "'There will be three challenges. "'I have invited the wizards you mentioned before. "'You, the king and queen, will adjudicate.' "'King Daddy and Queen Mummy looked at each other hurriedly. "'This was all moving very, very quickly. "'Princess Isabel's heart began to thud. "'She didn't want this bossy sorcerer around all the time, "'and she was pretty sure that her parents didn't either.' She thought quickly. How could she stop it? In the name of fairness, she began using her most princessy voice. I will set the challenges. She had no idea if she would be able to think of anything good or anything that might give Wizardy Bizardy or Lizard the Wizard a chance. But she knew she had to try. Oh, horror, the Sorcerer looked annoyed for a moment. And Princess Isabel thought he had probably wanted to set the challenges himself, but then he bowed to her. Of course, your majesty, but make them magnificent. I ought to win, you know. His voice was silky smooth, and he gave her a smile that she didn't like at all, then bowed low again. I must go and prepare. What an awful man! King Daddy said, so bossy and so mean. We certainly can't have him as the royal magician or whatever it was, he said. Princess Isabel, you're going to have to do a good job with those challenges. Princess Isabel nodded miserably. She gave both of her parents a hug, then went to her room to grab a pencil and paper, then down to the stable Luckily, the story of what had happened that day had already spread all over the castle, so they had gathered already and were ready to help. There must be a way that we can help someone else to win, Harriet the Hare said, once Princess Isabel had explained. I suppose we can't cheat, but we could at least choose challenges that might stop O'Horo from winning. They talked and they plotted, and by the end of a couple of hours they had a plan. Princess Isabel wrote their ideas down and put them into an envelope, then lay back against Ulred the Unicorn. Soon it was time to go for the contest. Princess Isabel and her friends walked over to the new theatre in the grounds. It was so good, so detailed, so real. Princess Isabel wondered whether her plans to help Wizardy Bizardy would work at all, Oh, horror! the wizard was so good at magic. She reached the little platform with thrones on and handed the envelope to King Daddy. The clock began to strike. With a swirl of red smoke, filled with a hundred bright birds flying off into the sky, Oh, horror! the sorcerer, hit the stage, looking around him dramatically. The audience clapped enthusiastically. Princess Isabel gulped. Then another cloud of smoke appeared. It was large and loomed over everyone, and it was greenish. Suddenly, Princess Isabel realised that it was in the shape of a lizard. It seemed to suddenly notice where it was and turned to the audience. It began to speak in a dry, polite voice. Just sending my apologies for not attending the contest. I am far too busy doing important things. I would not like to be high magician to the crown. Greetings to the king and queen. Yours, very magically, Lizard the Wizard. After the last word, the smoke swirled and disappeared. Princess Isabel's heart sank. She had hoped that even though Wizardy Bizardy might not be able to beat O'Horro, that Lizard the Wizard might have been able to. Just then, she was distracted by a movement in the crowd. A shabby man carrying lots of bags and with a very strange tartan hat on his head was trying to make his way to the front, saying, "Uh, uh, "'Excuse me,' and falling over a lot. It was, of course, wizardy Bizardy. As Princess Isabel watched him making people cross and dropping things and picking them up a bit and turning purple... Orange, and then back to normal again, she slumped down in her chair. Why did she ever think that he might be able to win? When Wizardy Bizardy, after a couple of attempts, had finally clambered onto the stage, King Daddy stood up and began to speak. Welcome, welcome everyone to the, uh, wizard contest. Today, these two wizards will be competing to be the Royal Magician. Oh, Horro, the sorcerer. On stage, Ohoro performed a massive bow, complete with pink dancing rabbits and green swirls of mist. And, uh, Wizardy Bizardy. It didn't look like Wizardy Bizardy was listening. He was, in fact, picking his nose. When he saw everyone looking at him, he brought his finger out of his nose, which was covered in weird orange slime. King Daddy continued. Princess Isabel has set three challenges for the magicians to complete. The Queen and myself shall judge each challenge and at the end decide who is the winner. Um, Queen Mummy handed him the envelope, which he opened, taking out the piece of paper. I suppose we'd better get on with it then. The paper says... To be a Royal Magician, the candidate must show a wide variety of skills. They will be required for every function of state, from entertainments to statesmanship, from politics to helping people. We have chosen three challenges to test a range of abilities. The first challenge is this, to create something funny. You have half an hour. O'Horro immediately disappeared, and Wizardy Bizardy sat down on the edge of the stage and started to rifle through his bags. Cook had managed to provide refreshments for everyone, so everyone chatted and ate as they waited for the wizards to return. In what seemed like no time, an official was ringing a bell. O'Horro didn't wait for any sort of announcement But after asking Wizardy Bizardy to step aside, he waved his hands and the curtains pulled up and behind it was a scene set almost exactly the same as the real life one. There were wizards, a large audience, officials in fancy uniforms, guards and even a king and queen and little princess. But there was one big difference. All of them were pigs. The king pig stood up and started to wave his arms around as though he were making a speech and people began to laugh. Each pig did look quite a lot like their human and it was very, very impressive of of Ohorro to have done this so quickly. Princess Isabel had a look at the pig princess. She was sitting up straight in her chair, had a sweet snuffly nose and some rather nice spots. Without even meaning to, she gave a little smile. It was funny, too, how the Queen Mummy Pig looked a bit sleepy, like her mummy often did. There was even a pig with a horn stuck on its head for Ulred the Unicorn and one with floppy ears stuck on for Harriet the Hare. It was quite funny. People were laughing, but it was also a bit mean. In the crowd, Princess Isabel could see a few people looking sad, And looking at the king pig, she felt a bit sad for King Daddy too. King Daddy waved his arm and O'Horro made everything disappear. Wizardy-bizardy made his way to the centre of the stage. Princess Isabel could see from his face that he was concentrating very, very hard. He closed his eyes and began to wave his arms around. But as he did so, something began to peep out from behind him. It was a scaly green tentacle sprouting from his shoulder and as Wizardy Bizardy tried to concentrate it got bigger and bigger and bigger until it was bigger than him and everyone laughed as he fell over. Wizardy Bizardy opened his eyes at this point and seemed completely surprised. He waved his arms at the tentacle muttering something but it only turned purple then green again then it grew more tentacles and started moving wizardy-bizzardy around the stage, throwing him this way and that. And somehow it all looked very, very funny. And everyone in the audience was laughing a lot. He had a few more interactions with the tail before he managed to get rid of it, each one funnier than the last. Princess Isabel sighed in relief. She was pretty sure that Wizardy Bizardy hadn't meant to grow a giant misbehaving tentacle, but she was also pretty sure that he would win that challenge at least. Sure enough, King Daddy could hardly stop laughing when he announced that Wizardy Bizardy had won and started to read the next challenge. Princess Isabel could see that, oh horror, the sorcerer looked cross ho <laughs> the next challenge is for the wizards to create something useful. You have 20 minutes. Again, the wizards started to prepare as everyone else set snacks. When they came back, Ohoro was holding a magnificent looking box and Wizardy Bizardy was holding a broom excitedly. This time, Wizardy Bizardy stepped into the middle of the stage first. Look! He said, it's a broom that sweeps all by itself. No need to hold it. He put the broom on the floor and then said, go on then. The broom immediately leapt into the air and started to sweep the stage. It did so fairly well, then went down the steps to the floor and began to sweep the people. It swept their clothes and faces as they screamed and tried to get away, causing complete havoc until wizardy Bizardy shouted, Stop! He looked a little shamefaced. faced horror! the sorcerer cleared his throat pointedly, then put his box on the middle of the stage. Your Majesty, would you care to demonstrate? He held out a hand to Queen Mummy, and she found herself floating through the air to him, looking thoroughly uncomfortable. When she got there, he asked her to tap on the top of the box twice. She did, and it started to expand, growing bigger and shooting off bits as it went. Your Majesty, just think, when you are travelling and it is late and you do not want to travel home, you can simply take out this box and... In front of them was a castle in miniature, perfect in detail and beauty. It was about the size of a small cottage or a large tent. Princess Isabel could see through the windows that it was beautifully furnished too. It had running water, a kitchen and of course a bedroom and a small library. O'Horo had a smile in his face and Princess Isabel had to agree that he had completely won this challenge. The castle was amazing. He tapped twice on the front door and the castle folded itself away again. The king reluctantly announced that O'Horrow had won. Queen Mummy took her seat again and the king announced the last challenge. For the last challenge, the wizards must produce something surprising. You have ten minutes. Princess Isabel went down to see Ulred the unicorn and Harriet the hare. They spoke about the first challenges but were all a bit too nervous to speak much. Each wizard had won one challenge. She really, really hoped that Wizardy Bizardy would win the last one. All too soon, it was time to take her seat again. It was O'Horo's turn to go first, and he stepped into the centre of the stage and lifted his hands. Immediately, the sky around them turned into the most magnificent fireworks display anyone had ever seen. From every angle sparkles and twinkles and shining rockets of light danced and shimmered and spun. It was amazing. Everyone was gasping and turning and pointing to see things that they hadn't before. Even Princess Isabel found herself lost in the wonder and entrancement of it all. No one told O'Hara the sorcerer to stop, but he eventually did crowd was quiet for a few moments, then burst into rapturous applause. At the end of it, Wizardy Bizardy walked onto the stage and stood there with his hands in his pockets. He didn't do anything until he caught Princess Isabel's eye. He winked. Eventually, King Daddy spoke. What is your entry for this challenge, Wizardy Bizardy? Uh, nothing. Nothing. The wizard had a grin on his face, just like a cheeky boy who has just stolen and eaten some chocolate. Pretty surprising, eh? To, to to not do any magic in a wizard contest. There was murmuring throughout the crowd. Everyone was a bit disappointed. King Daddy frowned. Allow us a moment to confer and decide, he said, and disappeared to whisper to Queen Mummy. Princess Isabel curled her toes under her chair and silently wished that this would work out all right. After what seemed like forever, King Daddy stepped up and spoke again. Ohoro the sorcerer. On stage, Ohoro seemed to swell like a balloon and beamed as though to graciously accept. Your magic was indeed magnificent and enchanting, and the box castle is tremendous. But a royal magician must use diplomacy, which your pigs did not. And although your fireworks display was truly a wonder, Wizardy Bizardy not using magic at all was much more surprising and ingenious. He has won two out of three of the challenges. Therefore, I declare Wizardy Bizardy the winner. The crowd cheered and Princess Isabel grinned and O'Horo the sorcerer started crying noisily then simply disappeared. King Daddy looked around and saw Princess Isabel and gave her a big cuddle to say well done for the challenges. Wizardy Bizardy came to see them scratching his head. King Daddy congratulated him again. Wizardy Bizardy looked a bit nervous then began to speak. Ah, Ah, well, yes, of course. Thank you. Uh, But I never really wanted to be the royal magician anyway, though though it is nice to have won. King Daddy looked at him for a moment, then burst out laughing. I never wanted a royal magician either. Let's call the whole thing off. I fancy some chocolate cake. Anyone else? And so they all headed inside, sat down and had some tea and chocolate cake. Suddenly, Princess Isabel realised that Queen Mummy wasn't there. She appeared moments later, carrying the magic castle box. Look, she said, beaming. He left it behind. She sat down and joined them, and they all talked of the strange wonders of the day, of the magnificent things they could do with the castle box, and wondered whether they would ever see O'Horro the sorcerer again. The End Thanks for listening Next week we start our brand new series with Theo the Monster Hunter Theo moves and discovers that the woods behind his house are full of surprises Subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts to make sure you're the first to hear our brand new stories every week Bye-bye.